Hi, it's Dr. Martha Lucas with my podcast, Energy Medicine Woman. This episode is called Tips to Help Fight Off Your Winter Depression. Now, I think that we're all familiar with the idea that a lot of people start to feel down during the shorter, colder days. But actually, it's the number of people who actually have SAD, which is a diagnosis, uh, is pretty small. So I want to talk a little bit about that, uh, SAD, Seasonal Affective Disorder, and a little bit about kind of how to determine, I hate to say self-diagnose, whether that's what you're experiencing, or it's a very, very common form of, not that, but uh, it's very common for people to feel a little more sad or depressed during these shorter days. So let's talk about it a little bit and how to deal with it. So first of all, you know, if you're the type of person who, um, you know, you're, let's say you're getting ready to go out and meet some friends, uh, but instead you crawl into bed, like you just cannot make yourself get up. You don't want to go out. Um, you know, or you feel like you want to go out, but instead you're stuck in your room in the dark and just sobbing. Okay. Now, some people, what they do is, you know, they force themselves to get dressed. They put on their makeup, get in the car. Um, but on the way you just feel like, you know, I really don't want to do this. I'd rather just go home and hibernate in bed. So some people, you know, women especially will blame things like PMS, they'll decide, oh, you know, my crying episodes are just the result of PMS. But then they find out, you know, actually, it's been a month, and I'm still pretty much crying. So, uh, you know, something like that, then yes, that may actually be seasonal affective disorder. Uh, you know, a lot of people will say they knew they didn't like the cold, they know they don't like the dreariness of winter, but they don't want to feel like they have depression. But this is when we need to look at, you know, how long has this been going on? And especially the timing of it. SAD, SAD, which is nicknamed SAD, has a distinct seasonal onset. And typically it's winter. Um, and then the second part of it is it has a spontaneous remission of symptoms. So in other words, the specific onset is usually winter. And then when winter is over, there's a spontaneous remission of symptoms. Now, sad patients experience typical depression symptoms. They have sadness, irritability, trouble concentrating, lack of interest in activity, increased sleep, increased appetite, uh, and it doesn't have to be cold or snowy. People in sunny climates like Florida or Southern California can also experience it. The important consideration is uh, for all forms of it is the effect of your surroundings. So the light you experience, how you interact with the world when you get up in the morning and when you go to bed, all have some sort of effect on mood. So, you know, some 
psychologists say that it's pretty common to gain weight and feel lethargic in winter. And as I said, that's common. Only about 3% of the population have the disorder called SAD. To get a SAD diagnosis, you have to experience at least five of the nine clinical symptoms of it for at least two weeks. If you don't, they say you might have what's called a subsyndromal SAD, which is a milder version of it, which is, has been nicknamed the winter blues. So a distinct seasonal pattern is key to recognizing SAD. In other words, you feel pretty normal during spring and summer. Then as the days get shorter, you have dwindling energy and your mood gets a little more sad. And also if you have a family member who has been diagnosed with SAD, you, it does seem like you're a little more likely to develop it. And another statistic is that SAD is seen three times more commonly in women than in men. So the prevalence of the disorder, interestingly enough, increases as you move north until you hit about 38 degrees, which is Washington, D.C., it turns out. Anyway, farther north uh, is essentially equally affected in the, for the severity of SAD. The uh, likelihood of it also arises near the western edges of time zones where the morning dawn or the sunrise occurs later in the day. So um, let's talk about with some simple changes that you can make if you have been diagnosed with SAD. First of all, a lot of forms of depression benefit from a nutritious diet, exercise, social interactions, and changes in sleep schedule. So if you have SAD, put a winter spin on these behaviors. For example, even if you want to sleep later, set an alarm every day so you can experience the early morning sunshine, which, which helps with the symptoms. Also, engaging actively in the world. So for example, well, that's one way to engage actively in the world is to see the sunrise. It'll help reset your circadian rhythm. And what you do at, mat at night matters too. Uh, you know, we all need to do basic sleep hygiene, which means avoiding screens, our phones and our iPads and any artificial light right before bed. Also, try to keep your bedtime consistent, not too late. Obviously, avoid too much caffeine or alcohol, which both of those can interfere with the quality of your rest and your ability to get up then. Uh, some people think, well, you know, I have to have a drink or two right before bed. It'll make me a little bit groggy. But the problem with that is it does interfere with the quality of your sleep or your rest. It may, you may think it helps you fall asleep quickly, but the fact of the matter is it is not going to help you sleep soundly through the night. And depending on how much you drink will affect your ability to get up. And then in the morning and then exercise. I heard a doctor at the Mayo Clinic once say he hates to use the words magic pill, but exercise does indeed seem to be a bit of a magic pill. It will help reduce blood pressure. It'll help you lose weight. It'll help you sleep better at night. And 
it helps fight off anxiety and depression. So if you can get a little more exercise, even on really cold days, just bundle up, bundle up a lot, get out there, get out in the light, get out in uh, with fresh air and get your body moving. And then of course, there is the light box. Okay, everybody has heard of the light box. Um, light activates a signal in your body that tells you what time of day it is. So morning light, causes cortisol to spike, giving you energy, so that the time in the morning you get an initial spike, uh, that tells your brain when to release melatonin, a hormone that makes you sleepy before bedtime. So obviously when you get that morning light and the cortisol spike, it's telling your brain not to release melatonin because it's daylight. During winter, people a lot of us get less light in the morning, right? And then we get too much artificial light at night. So we uh, sunrise is later, so we're not getting our usual and customary morning light to give us that cortisol spike. And then at night, we have lamps on, lights on because it's dark. So both of those throw off those signals to our body about light and cortisol and melatonin, and it ends up affecting sleep and our mood. Well, light boxes, uh, which they are a, a real light box, is a device that produces artificial light that's similar to sunlight. Now, they say that using sitting in front of a light box can turn those signals back to normal. Uh, I read a study that showed that bright light therapy was superior to a placebo, meaning that light box versus no light or light box versus a light that doesn't have the same um, artificial light that's similar to sunlight, uh, the light box produced better results. The symptoms of depression were less. Uh, and actually, um, they were able to be pretty much reduced in about four weeks. So it's the 10,000 lux which is the measure LUX, which is the measure of the light intensity for 30 to 45 minutes every day around sunrise during fall and winter was the prescription that reduced symptoms. So you might want to start right now, even if you're listening to this in the middle of winter, if you have been diagnosed with SAD. Also, you can begin the treatment using the light box next fall when you know that the symptoms may start again. So, you know, uh, you may, your mood may start to sag, sag again if you don't do this every day around sunrise. So build light therapy into your life every day around sunrise, mimicking what would happen during longer days. So, uh, you know, everything will, all the instructions, if you decide to buy a light box, the instructions are there for you to do. Uh, usually an effective light box is going to cost you at least $100. So just, you know, uh, read about them, read their clinical criteria before you make a decision. And then, as I mentioned earlier, I alluded to the idea of getting natural light. I mean, for one thing, it's cheaper than a light box and it's usually brighter. So outside light is usually brighter than the, the light you get with your light box. So, you know, sunrise light is a little weak 
usually it's only about a thousand lux, whereas I mentioned that the the uh, effective light box was ten thousand lux. Uh, but even a rainy morning provides ten thousand lux, and get this, on a snow day it's like fifty thousand lux. In fact, I am going to go out and get my lux right after I'm done recording this uh, podcast. So. If you're going to get your Lux outside, try to make it about at least 30 minutes after sunrise. As I said, sunrise is a little bit low on the Lux, um, but getting outside, what you're looking for is the quality of light that is outside, okay? You don't need to have the sun full sun up. You can still get a good quality Lux, uh, Lux, infusion if the sun is low in the sky. It's the duration that matters and where you live. So, um, you know, five minutes outside if it's bright, 10 to 15 minutes outside if it's cloudy. It's okay to wear glasses or contacts, but you should skip the sunglasses, okay? Uh, in fact, studies have shown that it's the eyes getting vitamin D, so it's the same thing with SAD. So try to uh, not wear your sunglasses. And then, you know, obviously you can get a therapist or I, you know, acupuncturists, many acupuncturists have a specialty of treating, Chinese medicine therapists have a specialty of treating um, depression or anxiety or other mood situations. So, um, you know, you have some options, but if you feel like exercise isn't working for you, the light box isn't working for you, then sure, maybe you need to see a therapist, see a clinical psychologist, see a, a cognitive behavioral therapist. Some therapists like cognitive behavioral therapists may also have a, a light box in their offices. So, um, you know, be careful with what you do uh, in terms of trying to treat yourself versus getting some professional health. Uh, you know, cognitive behavioral therapy can help people who have uh, negative thought pattern change that pattern. Um, you know, light therapy only works, the light box only works when you do it, getting either a light box or as I said, going outside and getting the light, uh, those therapies only work when you get them, just like seeing a Chinese medicine practitioner for emotional symptoms. In fact, the masters of Chinese medicine, our historical master said that all physical disease was caused by emotional stress or emotional situations. So uh, the, even the masters of Chinese medicine knew the importance of using Chinese medicine and our herbs to treat situations like depression and anxiety. So, um, you know, uh, try to be a little proactive. If you've noticed that every year you get the winter blues, which I said is kind of a subcategory of SAD, or you actually have had a SAD, seasonal affective disorder diagnosis, you would start treating it in the fall. You would start building up your light, changing your habits to make sure that you set your alarm to see some morning light. Or once you get up, you put that time in your, your schedule to go to get outside and get your lux. So anyway, that is a little bit about some hints about how to fight off your winter depression or your winter blues. 
I hope it helped. And you can contact me by going to my website, acupuncturewoman.com and clicking on the contact Dr. Lucas button, or you can set up a telehealth visit there, or you can email me at drmlucas at acupuncturewoman.com. That's D-R-M-L-U-C-A-S at acupuncture, A-C-U-P-U-N-C-T-U-R-E, woman, W-O-M-A-N.com. And please take care. And I will hope be hoping that you will be listening to me soon. Take care.